0: My alma mater, Ryerson, is receiving nearly 25,000 images. Uh, courtesy of Chris Brady, who is a GTA real estate executive, and he bought up uh, about uh, 10 years ago all of the New York Times Canadian photo collection, and he's donating it to Ryerson for the uh, to the uh, Ryerson Image Center. It's going to be the photos will be part of a uh, exhibit that will run from September 13th through December 10th that you can go and check out. And then I know it'll go into the archives and you can still get your peepers on them to talk about the uh, collection and what it entails. We're joined by Paul Roth, director of the the image uh, the Ryerson image center welcome Paul
1: hi how are you
0: I'm fantastic uh, this is a pretty amazing find and it's a uh, perfect timing because Canada's turning 150 this year uh, why did Brady choose to donate them to Ryerson
1: I think that he was especially interested in uh, the pictures getting in front of students and scholars and being used in an ongoing way and I think that the timing was right for him. He really wants to make a point with this, which is that we need to uh, study our own history. We need to value who we are and where we come from. Uh, and a collection like this can really help us do that.
0: Tell us about the New York uh, Times Canadian collection and what it in, it includes. Well, it's about 25,000
1: photographs that uh, that cover Canadian subjects. So that's Canadian personalities and news events. Uh, from the perspective of the biggest um, uh, and most uh, read newspaper in the United States. Uh, so these are the pictures that w- that found their way to the New York Times, most of them published, but some mm-hmm. of them uh, just ended up on the cutting room floor, uh, representing a whole century of stories, uh, the 20th century from World War One through the 1990s. Uh, these are the stories that Americans wanted to read about Canada.
0: Does it make us look quaint?
1: Oh really it's it's quite extraordinary i think that um you know the truth is that uh, that America's attitude toward uh, Canada is one that has uh, vacillated, obviously. It's one that we're all familiar with here. Uh, at the New York Times, things were taken quite a bit more seriously. There was a real attempt to try to understand the cultural and political life of this country throughout the 20th century. And so the photographs are a really amazing resource for studying Canadian history and getting a real sense of what Canadians have contributed to North American culture and politics more broadly.
0: You know, one of the things that we heard for ages now as Canadians is that we don't have a national identity. Did you feel looking through these photographs that you were actually connecting with our national identity? Is it easier to spot? I think it is. I think that uh, it's
1: possible looking at these to see real uh, storylines that you can follow, uh, not just in the moment when they're published in the newspaper, but over time as you see certain stories recur. Um, at the same time, you also do see some of the stereotypes that uh, that I think have represented Canada for readers in the United States through the years, uh, and some of those uh, still resonate. Some mm-hmm. of them seem a bit antiquated. Like what? Uh, oh, for example, I think hockey is uh, uh, clearly the subject that is most read about in uh, U.S. newspapers. Um, at the same time, it it's identified very directly with Canada, whereas certain... Uh, I say comedians like John Candy are people that probably aren't even directly identified with Canada uh, when they're uh, profiled in the New York Times.
0: What shocked you most about this collection? Was there anything that caught you off guard that you weren't expecting?
1: breadth of the, uh, of the historical stories that are told. In other words, there are stories of all different types that, um, that I don't think I imagine that I would see. Extensive coverage, for example, in the New York Times of uh, the job that Canadian so- uh, service members have done in World War I or World War II. Uh, it really fascinated me that that kind of story would be covered in the United States.
0: So, if we want to get our eyes on these uh, exquisite photographs, obviously you can't have an exhibit of 25,000 photographs. No uh when do we see them and and where and how long did it take you to put together to weed through these and figure out which one is going to tell the best story of canada well we uh
1: you know we fully understand that there are many many different stories to be told here um, but we have to start somewhere so we're going to try to get the pictures in front of people as quickly as we can first by putting uh 13 of the uh, of the best portraits of iconic Canadian personalities on the very um, façade of our building. Mm. Uh, So facing right onto Devonian Square in the center of the Ryerson campus will be portraits of iconic Canadian figures starting on April 28th. And then in the fall we're going to have a major exhibition with 150 stories in honor of the 150 years since Confederation. Uh, That will stretch from mid-September through mid-December of this year and it will be accompanied by a book. And then after that, people can come and look at the collection just by making an appointment in our research center on the Wireson campus.
0: Will the photos speak for themselves, or will you be grabbing uh, little excerpts from the stories uh, that appeared in print along with the photographs in the New York Times? Mm, That's a good
1: question. I think both things are true. On the one hand, there are amazing stories to be told by looking at the captions and by digging deeper into the stories, and our curators will definitely do that. Uh, But at the same time, some of these pictures have incredible visual power all by themselves. And they really do tell a story today that is every bit as resonant as the story they first told when they were published in the pages of the Times.
0: So it's part history and part art art exhibit. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Paul. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Paul Roth is the director of the Ryerson Image Center, and very soon we're going to get our peepers on what the Americans were recording, uh, you know, over the years when they looked up here to the Great White North. coo 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 as far as the New York Times is concerned. It's Talk Radio, AM640, Toronto.